I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And today I'm going to talk about a more serious subject, and I promise not to be a downer, even though it's a very down subject. Um, I'm going to talk about dealing with grief, something I have to deal with all the time. It never goes away. Um, I just want to talk about how I deal, and I hope I hope that I can help somebody with this uh, podcast. Uh, I know some friends who are going through some terrible, terrible grieving situations, and uh, I, I, I can't always understand what they're going through because their situation was different than mine. Uh, but grief has one thing in common with all of us: it's, it is life changing. It does change change your life. It becomes a part of your life, and uh, I just want to tell people you just don't want to let yourself lay down and die we still have a lot of living to do i i heard the best quote from an old movie that i love uh star trek to the wrath of khan (laughs) everything i learned i learned from star trek right no um the great quote was from the movie star trek to the wrath of khan as i said it was uh how we deal with death is at least as important as how we deal with life and that is very true. Um, you just have to learn to live with death. And it's a hard thing to do. So I'm going to take a break and we'll talk more about this uh, in a minute or two. Thank you. I'll be right back. I'm Leonard Riggs, and this is my podcast from my head to your ears. And I'm talking about how I get through bad times. And it seems like though the last 10 years or so have been one sad event after another. Um, my sister suddenly passed away. My oldest sister suddenly passed away 10 year, years ago on Halloween. Um, that was an incredible shock. I have sisters who have health problems, and I didn't know my this sister did. She was my oldest sister, but she seemed so healthy. I know she had a few, you know, aches and pains from getting older, but I didn't know. I didn't expect that or see that coming. And it seems like that was the beginning of just 10 years of one thing after another. Um, I had to give my house up on Malky Street. Malky Street. <laughs> I had a website called Leonard's View from Malky Street that featured all kinds of things, including um, a where are they now on former news anchors and reporters at the local TV stations. And I have a, had a blast doing that, met a lot of cool people, and named that after the street I lived on because I was trying to decide what to name it, I thought I was looking out the window, as I often do when I'm thinking, and I thought, well, <laughs> Litter's View from Monkey Street, and, you know. But the house, uh, my dad took care of it. He was kind of the caretaker. My dad could do anything. He was very good at remodeling, and he couldn't help anymore because his health started declining, and I am just not good at home repairs. And at my house started leaking in several places and the water damage got ridiculous and and then I got termites and it was just literally the house was just crumbling down and and I didn't seem to be able to do anything about it 
to watch it. I didn't have the money to uh, fix it. It got to be too expensive. And my hot water heater went underwater in the basement. That was, oh, it just was awful. And ended up having to move back home. And my good buddy was living with me at the time. And um, we ended up getting into it. And I threw him out. But actually, um, I couldn't, I didn't have the heart to tell him I'm going to have to shut the house down. So that gave me an opportunity to get him somewhere safe and me out of there and just to shut the house down because it was getting mildew and I think it was getting dangerous. Anyway, I had to give the house up. Broke my heart. It was my dream. I had the house fixed the way I wanted it at one point and it just literally crumbled down in front of my eyes and there was nothing I could do about it because I didn't have the money to fix it. Um, so yeah, I had to give my home up and I had to move back home, which was a big step backward step backward for me because I was humiliated because I had to move back home. I really was so happy that I was on my own and I enjoyed I enjoyed the freedom of that. So big step backward. A lot of people don't know that, but yeah, I didn't it, it really hurt me a lot because um town gossips have always talked about me somewhat. You live in a small town and uh I don't know. I'm a, I'm a good target. Most people, I, just to say, people really love me. <laughs> and that sounds so conceited, but I have a lot of people that really support me, but there's always that little, you know, whispering behind my back about certain things. It's okay. I get it. I understand. I talk about people too. It's I, not something I'm proud of, but, you know, people just trying to figure me out. That's all right. <laughs> It's none of your business, but it's all right. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Um, I think my dad's health started declining uh, in his late 80s. He started getting one thing after another. And of course, as you get older, my dad was in pretty good shape up until his late 80s. And he started just declining. I mean, he started losing weight. And they found out he had a bad heart valve and he really needed surgery, but he was getting so frail that um, he couldn't he couldn't have the surgery. He ended up falling and breaking his hip in March of 2016. Um, he was 89. No, wait a minute. Was he 90? Yeah, he was 90. He was 90 years old. And Velen broke his hip, and as the case may be with people his age, it caused a lot of problems. And he got complications and infections. And um, in the meantime, they found a spot in his lung, and his heart was weak anyway. Um, and he just continued to, to decline. His diabetes went out of control. He became jaundiced. And uh, I tried to, I missed a lot of work. Thank God, my job, my boss standing by me to let me off to be with my dad. And he passed away on May 7th, uh, 2016. And I've done a whole podcast on that one. And there was that moment of, I had spent, part of the reason I moved home, not just because my house was falling in, but my, my mom needed help with dad. And it was just, it just kind of like, 
it had to happen because I needed to be there. Um, I didn't re- realize how much she took care of him until it was all over and losing him caused her to snap. I mean, she'd already had signs of Alzheimer's and looking back again, hindsight is twenty twenty. That's a very true statement. Um, she was having a lot of episodes where Alzheimer's was taking over. And it's really sad with Alzheimer's too, because I think the individual knows, knows that something's happening to them. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like drowning, you know, knowing you're going to drown. It's, you know, your mind's just going. And my mom spent a lot of time trying to organize things and get ready for when her mind was gone because she knew it was going. And God love her, she was getting so confused that there's things I still to this day can't find that she misplaced. And uh, the death of my dad caused her mind just to snap all, just all at once. It was just, you lose your dad, you lose your mom in a way and everything you know is gone and I'm sitting here just stunned like what do I what do I do and then left with the I don't want I didn't want to lose my mom I didn't want to put her somewhere and that was just too much on my heart and I couldn't do it and I wasn't going to do it and then I think my family and they meant well that they didn't think I could handle taking care of her so and I've said this before I know I've said all this before but it's true I understand that um but what they don't understand is, damn it, I, I will do what I have to do to survive and to keep my mom home. And I have, and it's been a tough road, but I ended up having to t- get some medicine to help with my anxiety because my I've always had anxiety, but all this put it in overdrive and I lost my, I'm, I'm going to say this bluntly and profoundly a little profanity here I lost my shit I did for a little while and I was probably mean to people and um, I started walking and I started getting in shape and it really helped my mind uh, a lot getting out in the sunshine and listening to music and and um, I, I met some new friends and I think that was a good thing too I think uh, one of my buddies was uh, trying out for the state police and he was trying to get in shape and that was kind of that and inviting me to his wedding and my buddy Brandon inviting me to his wedding and I thought do I really want to look like a fat slob in these wedding pictures so I actually as funny as that sounds that was kind of a catalyst for me to lose some weight and get in shape and I think all that um, fresh air and sunshine and then the local police department officers, including my buddy who was trying to be a state policeman, were, were putting me on Snapchat without my knowledge because I'm I'm a goofball. And they had just, come up, a couple of them had just met me and they didn't quite know how to react towards me. But I guess I made a good snap, Snapchat subject, but I didn't know they were putting me on Snapchat. And then I found out and I was really aggravated, but then I laughed about it because I'm, even if, even if I'm the butt of something funny, I will laugh if it's actually funny. 
So I did find it hilarious that they were doing that to me. So I got Snapchat and I didn't know how to maneuver around it or anything. But once I got on there and once my buddy added me on Snapchat to where I was in control of the laughter, not just people making fun of me, but it was my joke now and I could be as silly as I wanted to be. And boy, was I ever, I was falling and I was, I was doing silly things in the backyard. (laughs) I was spinning around singing the sound of music. I understand that people were all gathering around watching my snaps at at bars and things. Everybody always liked to come visit me at the uh, store when they were drinking because I'm a real trip. I have a very silly sense of humor and it comes from, it comes from the deep shyness and awkwardness of my soul. (laughs) It just is so awkward and, but it, I don't know. It's what I became known for. This silly joke cracking impersonation doing idiot. I think (laughs) one of my former co-workers um, deemed me the village idiot. I think she had it correct. (laughs) I just kind of am the village idiot. Like the Joker, you know, I should put a hat on. One of those little hats with the little things on it. What do you call those? and just, you know, entertain people and be the buff- a buffoon. There we go. I'm the town buffoon. Not necessarily the idiot. Sorry, Ruthie. But um, I enjoy making people laugh, and I enjoy laughing, and I hate feeling bad. So how I got through that with a little help of the anti-anxiety medicine, actually it was a lot of help, and just getting out and, and getting sunshine and laughing a lot because when all was said and done, I was in the quiet by myself. Like when I get ready for work in the morning, I would just bust out crying. That was before the anti-anxiety meds and as happy as I was, I was crying secretly and I'm not ashamed of that there's just so many times oh missing when you miss someone and only if you've gone through it do you understand when you miss someone you love so bad it is the worst it's so empty and it's uh, it's awful it really is but I I really credit the medicine and, and the sunshine and the silliness. <laughs> it, was, it was very healing for me. And uh, I got very annoying, though, and I ended up losing my buddy's friendship, and it still bothers me. Uh, I really was annoying. <laughs> I realize that now. I am so sorry to you out there. If you are listening, you know who you are. Uh, I hope you can forgive me someday because I miss you, buddy. And I'm Leonard Riggs and I'm back. Um, I hope I helped somebody with what I said. 
it's all it's it's up to you to get help for you you have to you have to find your way and it's hard and grief does does never go away totally it's always there and it will come up on you when you least expect it and it's just something you have to live with it becomes part of your norm whenever you're grieving whenever you lose somebody in your life it's just normal to normal to miss them because I don't care what anybody says when someone who is so prevalent in your life is taken from you there's a hole there that can never be filled and that emptiness is always felt there's always there's always someone missing at the table um, it just it never changes it does does it get easier I don't think easier is a word I, I don't even want to say it gets normal but you kind of you kind of move on and you kind of um, there's days when you may not think about it and don't feel guilty about that I have days when I'm busy and I don't I don't think about it uh, for instance I was talking to my sister and I said I can't remember my dad's voice I can't remember my sister's voice you know, I can't remember. It's weird because it's been so long now. Dad's been gone for seven years. Connie gone for, my sister Connie gone for 10. And thank God for videos and things to remind you. Uh, those, God, those become, pre pictures and videos become precious and they're hard to watch for a good deal of time. But you get to a point where you can, where you can watch and it's good to see them. I love, I love coming across things. Um, holidays are never the same. I will tell you that right now. They never will be. Um, but I still, I'm known for celebrating holidays. And I've had to kind of, uh, I've had to kind of change my holiday celebrating because of work over the years. And now I have to change it because of who's missing. And uh, nothing's the same. But I still will celebrate it in one way or the other. I don't know when to, what I'm going to do when my mom's gone. That's just a strange thought. I know that's coming up real soon. But I don't want to waste time grieving for her now. Because I always used to yell at my dad for grieving his death before he died. And I said, Dad, you got a lot of living to do. Will you please live your life? Don't worry about dying. You'll have plenty of time, You'll have plenty of time to be dead. <laughs> Which is terrible. But it was true. I'm like... I have to remember that. Do not grieve my mom until I have to grieve my mom. She's still with me. She's still cute. I still get to kiss her on the head. We still laugh together. I sing to her all the time. Um, I get to kiss her on the head at night. I get to hold her hand. We watch movies together. I still have this precious time with my mom. I think my sisters know that too. It is absolute precious time. I'm very thankful that I have it. I do not regret watching my mom one damn minute, and um, I'm glad that I'm able to do it. I'm glad I have the gumption to do it. I'm glad I have the strength to do it. And I, I credit all that to God, who gives me strength and faith. And a lot of people don't believe in God. There's another thing, you gotta have a faith system in life. I, I tell you, I, I can't force you to be a Christian or whatever, but I hope you believe in a higher power and I hope you find 
the strength and that higher power to help you move on because if you don't have a faith system I think you're going to (laughs) wither you won't be able to get through life's uh, difficulties without a faith system and most of all I want to tell you please don't be bitter don't allow yourself to be bitter I know a friend of mine has lost her brother and I love you by the way you know who you are um, to some kind of strange circumstances and there's a lot of unanswered questions and she's so angry right now and honestly I don't have advice for her because that's not how I I haven't experienced that I don't know but I will say to her uh, don't lose faith Pray to God every night for strength and don't wither from that. Don't, don't. Uh, Will you ever have answers? I don't know. I hope you do. Uh, I I just, I hope that she finds peace in her heart to where she's not angry every day. Uh, That's, that's something I wished I could give you advice on, but I, I just can't because I don't know how that feels, and I haven't experienced that. Uh, but I tell you what I, what you can do to help somebody is be compassionate and listen. Listen to people. Don't try not... I, we've all made the mistake when someone's talking to us, how we butt in and try to put our experiences in. Don't do that. Let them talk. Let them get it out of their system. Hold them. Hug them. You know, Listen. Just listen to people because that's what most of us who are grieving want more than anything is to be listened to. And don't ever tell people, get over it. That is absolute nonsense. You can't just tell people to get over it. You have to get over it. No, you don't. Don't say that to people. It it just isn't right. Maybe you. what we have to do is we have to be compassionate towards people. And if you've said that to people, you meant, well, I know, but... It wasn't the right thing to say. Trust me. It's kind of it's kind of annoying. But anyway, um, I didn't want to do this for long, and I'm I'm not weepy today. Uh, I didn't want to be. I wanted to be more informative than weepy. I hope I've helped somebody in a way with this podcast. I this one came out of nowhere. I was doing a podcast about my cats, actually. And I went to sit down and record another segment. I guess I'll do that one later. And this came to me for some reason. Oh, I know why I had a, a picture pop up on um, Facebook that I I said... Um, I, I was talking about how silly I was being on Snapchat and how to ignore me. And I thought, yeah, that that's because I was using that as a tool to, to laugh and to be happy. And it helped. And that's kind of a silly place to get help from, but it did. It helped a lot to be silly. I'm a creative person. Creative people have to be creative. I got to have that in my life. It, it helps me get through. It's one of those things. And I thank God I can do podcasts and whatever and get my voice out there. And I hope I can help people with this one because it's something I know a lot about. But like I said, I don't know a lot about grief situations that I've never gone through. 
but I can listen and I can pray for you. So that's the best I can do. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to wrap this up. You're listening to uh, From My Head to Your Ears and I'm Leonard Riggs. Leonard Riggs and I'm back and I'd like to wrap this up. I guess what I'm saying to people out there is if you're grieving um, don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be afraid to talk it out. Talk to yourself if you have to. Uh, Write yourself a letter. Uh, Write your loved one a letter. Say what you want to say. And don't show anybody. Just say it. Write it down. Get it out of your system. Get it out of your heart. Put it out there. Um, A lot of people visit the graves. Go somewhere. There's another thing I did, too. I would go to Andy's Creek. Because I never found that my dad was at the cemetery. But I I felt that he was at Andy's Creek. So I would go out there and have a good cry. And that's where I felt closer to my dad. Find that place where you can talk to your loved one. You've... Just talk to him. Say what you want to say. Cry. Have a good cry. Use your friends. Let them find your good friend that listens and doesn't judge. Hopefully you've got somebody that will just listen to you and let you talk. Uh, And most of all, don't lose your faith. We'll all be together someday again. I really do believe that. It's one of the great mysteries of life, honestly, but you got to have faith. So I'm going to, I'm going to end this one and I'm sorry this wasn't a funny one. Uh, Honestly, if I told you some of the shenanigans I pulled on Snapchat, (laughs) honestly, if I could see some of the Snapchats that Will Dent and Blake Wink did of me (laughs) before I knew before I knew they were doing it. Huh. Yes, I name dropped on that one. One of these days, you guys. One of these days. No, I just think that was funny. Um, anyway, I'm going to end this. And this is my podcast. From my head to your ears. And I am Leonard Riggs. And I will be back in the next episode very shortly probably really shortly because I keep throwing these out here don't I and I keep talking (laughs) have a great week we're coming near the end of July already this is crazy Uh, I'll talk to you later thank you for listening I appreciate all of you mwah